Warning. This podcast may contain spoilers from whatever TV show or movie is mentioned. Please listen at your own discretion. Welcome to Viewers Anonymous. Yo, what's going on? I am Scrooge Bronson. And I am S. Dot Foster. And this is the Viewers Anonymous Podcast. What's going on with you, buddy? Another day breathing, man. So, and above ground. So, your boy doing pretty good. So I can't complain. Got a lot of uh, a lot of things moving. So, mm-hmm. can't complain, man. How about yourself, man? How you feeling? Man, I'm making it, man. Um, finally got me some sleep. Don't feel like it, but I finally got me some sleep. And then... <laughs> <laughs> Shit, outside of that, man, just, uh, you know what I'm saying, the normal, brainstorming, trying to get stuff ready, you know what I'm saying, it's about to start getting warm out here real soon, and uh, talking to a few people, getting ready to do a few things, ready to make this a productive year, man. Definitely, man, I, I'm, and I, and I think that's the thing, especially, especially with getting older, older, man, it's kind of like, it's all about being more productive. Like mm-hmm. I feel like I got lesser time to waste. Yeah. And then like even even with that, like I don't let bullshit take up my time. Mm-hmm. So it's just kinda like being more productive, thinking about things that that are more productive and then worried about things that's not really something to be concerned about. So I totally understand that, man, completely. And uh that's speaking true. of production. How to have growth going, man? Is is the is is the fro is the fro turning into a mini fro to a medium sized fro? Like what, what's going man, on? There? I ain't gonna lie to you. It was actually at a medium sized fro. Um, I don't even know the last time. Like when I, I don't know if I showed it when I had it all the way out. Um, but I ended up getting it trimmed up. My policy, you know, what I'm saying, kind of cut too much off, so it went back down to a, you know what I'm saying, a mini fro, but I figured I get I got a, a few more months before it becomes like a real fro. So I'm getting there, man. You know what I'm saying? Slowly but surely. I hear that, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm... Slowly but surely. Hey, same here. Same here, man. Your boy your boy got straight up hang time nowadays, man. I be riding in the truck. Man, man the hair hair, hair be hair flowing in the, in the wind. wind. Yeah. I be like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Yeah. I, I still ain't used to the shit, man. Like the shit be hitting like the back of my neck and shit. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck is that? I'm like, oh yeah, oh, man, I got dread now. Yeah, it take time, so, man. It take time. Yeah, it take time. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely, man. And then you know, I'm always in the middle, like, man, fuck them. I'm cutting the shit. And then I be like, shit. Why well, it took me a long don't, time to get to yeah, this point? Don't cut it. Don't cut it, bro. Yeah, man. So I'm I'm rolling with it, man. But like, That's but like we story. talked about before, I'm pretty sure. I think we was off air, but like we talked about before, man. Just just to be in your mid thirties and still be able to grow hair, bro. That's a, that's a positive sign, man. Hey, listen, big big time. Yeah, but cause it's, it's a lot of people, man. Hairline going in the wrong direction, but you know. Oh, big time! <laughs> <laughs> I I got a few I got a few friends out here that's uh, they suffering right now, my boy. Oh uh, yeah, man. And they not liking it. Got to, got to, got to get that body, man. Sorry. Yeah. What? Nah, he can't get that. If he get a body, he gonna look crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga gonna look wild, bro. He gonna look like he, you know what I'm saying, killed somebody. Either that, hey. or he escaped prison. 
Hey, I... <laughs> hey, man, I heard, man, I heard the whole theory. Is they say Michael Jordan ruined the bodies for everybody, man. Definitely. Because everybody was like, he, they, they said he looked too good with the body, and then just like now, just like everybody can't rock it. I know. I was just saying because if you get one now, you got to get an earring. Man, you need to stop. I'm serious, bro. What, the hoop earring? Yeah, you gotta have the hoop earring if you got a body, bro. Hey, but I ain't. You gotta get you a hoop earring. Man, I ain't wore hoop earrings since college, man. Since 2006. I had two of them. That's hilarious. This nigga was Deion Sanders. That's fucking hilarious. Nah, it was was a little little mini joints, man. You know what I'm saying? yeah, I mean, like, yeah, but I had, I had them there back in the day. You know what I'm saying, right. I'm a, I am a L seven square. Bro. I don't have no piercings. I don't have no tattoos. No nothing. Bro. Oh man, hey, but now nah, let me tell you. You see, because I remember, you know, what I'm saying, rest in peace to my guy Uncle Washington. He used to always be like, "Man, we need to get your dad on the pot." I was like, mm-hmm. "Nah," I said that's not a good idea. <laughs> he was like, "Why?" I said, "Listen, man, my dad." My dad is so old school, man, and he got these theories in his head, dude, that is yeah. wild. So he told me when I was a kid, because I was like, I wanted my ear piercing, and you know, and I yeah. just got my left one done when I was young. Yeah. And he was like, Boy, don't get your ears pierced, boy. People gonna thank you the F word. Hey, so, man. <laughs> so, I heard that. I heard that. I heard hey, that. So I went and got it anyway. Mm-hmm. And then, and then, so. I turned 18, I go get my first tat. Shout out to my sister. She paid for it. It's like, man, don't get no tattoos, man. People with tattoos look stinking. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Actually, I said, what the smell got to do with a tattoo, man? Like, mm-hmm. yo, my dad theories, dude, they're the wildest ever. I said, no, I cannot put this man on my podcast and put now, a mic in front of I will say this: it's certain, it's certain people with tattoos. They definitely look like they stink. Listen, I will agree with them there. It ain't everybody though, but it's certain people. Like when they get them tattoos, like you know the people that got them like everywhere, all over their body, like like they are like a walking billboard. Like a uh, like uh, Odell Beckham. Nah, see, it's different because Odell got like he got a, a a muscular body, so like you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Rick I Ross. Know I know that. Nah, not even Rick. Not even Rick Ross. It's weird. I'm just saying. Like, not even like. I'm trying to think. All right, like Delonte West. Right. Come on, man. That, that's he not looked, fair. That's no, not fair. When he when he was in the league, bro, he looked crazy, bro. He looked like he stink, bro. Like Matt Barnes, he looked like he stink, bro. In the league with all the tattoos, I don't know, bro. It's just something about motherfucker with a lot of tattoos. They just look weird. And look, yeah. I want to take. I want to let y'all know that Odell Beckham comment that it that didn't come out like I'm. <laughs> <meant to> <laughs> out. I was just saying. I was just saying his his body structure don't look like he stinks because he's you know what I'm saying he's in shape like even with Rick Ross him being that big like you expect somebody like that to you know what I'm saying have those type of tattoos the way he he hold, uh, conducts himself like gunplay you remember gunplay yeah yeah he looked like he stinks. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's just certain people, bro. It's certain people yeah. that look like they stink, bro. Yeah, man. You got to stop, man. Listen, I cannot tell my dad somebody agree with him. I can't do it. I'm, I'm so we're going to 
We go like to Disney Rihanna, if this. Rihanna got a lot of tattoos, she look all right. It wouldn't be that bad. But then, like, it's it's a couple of them, you know what I'm saying, them pop stars slash rocker chicks, you know what I'm saying? They they look like they stink, bro. So okay, like, I got <laughs> So I got one more before we move on. Okay. Post Malone. Oh, uh, he, bro, I don't know why, but every <laughs> every time I see him, I smell Coors Light and cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Button says he smells good. Don't get me wrong. Joe Joe said he smelled great, but to me that nigga looked like he smelled like <laughs> like full flavors and cores like. Oh my god! Hey, boy, you stupid. Well, you definitely don't smoke menthol. If anybody listens to this podcast and know my dad, just disregard the last five minutes because <laughs> my dad do not need to know somebody agree with him. I'm sorry, man. Hey, that shit is crazy. And I always fuck with him, too. I be messing with him. I be like, man, yeah. I got both my ears pierced. I was like, am I an F word? He be like, yeah, but there's some of them out there, though. There's some of them out there. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like, man, you need to stop. Yeah, that's hilarious. Bro. That's funny, though. That's funny. That's comedy. So, um, man, you know what I'm saying? We back at it, bro. We back on the, you know what I'm saying, the Snowfall bandwagon. Well, I don't want to say bandwagon because we've been on Snowfall, but we back on the Snowfall train, man. Um... This episode kind of clears some things up. Oh, uh, hold up. Whoa, whoa, whoa. See, look, see, you, you got to let me, you got to let me. Oh, flow. my you bad. Right. <laughs> yeah, you got to let me flow. You got to let me flow. I ain't getting into it yet. You know what I'm saying? I already know. We, we still, this, this is the second episode of the week. Marty on it. But nah, um, you know what I'm saying? This episode kind of clears some things up. But before we get into it, you know what I'm saying? Let's get to a, uh, a nice little segment we call What We Watching. All right, man. So, um, listen. The the nights that I could not sleep, I stayed up, found some things to watch, and they were magnificent. Um, but the first one, I got two of them. So the first one, um, is HBO Max. It's a show called Winning Time. Um, it's starring John C. Riley, who is to me one of the best actors um of this, you know what I'm saying, of this past decade and a half. He's done some amazing work. Um, from drama to comedy, you know what I'm saying? He can he can pretty much do it all. But he plays Dr. Jerry Bus. Um, I forgot what the actor's name is that plays um Magic Johnson. But it's called Winning Time. It's basically about um, Jerry Buss buying the Lakers and then turning them into the dynasty that they were, especially after coming off of, you know what I'm saying, Jerry West coaching them. And this is a whole bunch of different things. And they basically take a comedic approach to um, some of the personal stories surrounded by that Lakers dynasty. So, you know, you got a dude that played Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in there, you know, Norm Nixon, um, who I didn't know <laughs> was – in the fish that saved Pittsburgh. I never knew that. So um, watching this, they they, they got a, a, um, a little scene in there where Norm Nixon takes Magic Johnson to a movie premiere. And he's, a, and you know, Norm Nixon is in the movie, or supposedly mm-hmm. in the movie. And um, the coach says his name or whatever, blah, 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 blah. But, you know what I'm saying, I didn't know Norm Nixon was supposed to be in the fish that saved Pittsburgh, which is a great movie, by the way. Y'all go check that out. Um, and then, um, you know what I'm saying, it basically just de- it, it kind of details the lives of Magic Johnson coming into L.A., being a rookie, you know what I'm saying, kind of becoming the face of the franchise, 
you know what I'm saying, everything that was surrounding that at the time, you know what I'm saying, Jerry Buss buying the franchise and then, you know what I'm saying, turn it into, turning it into what the Lakers are today, um, especially them coming off that, you know what I'm saying, the ass whoopings that they was getting from the Celtics in the finals. So um, that's my first one. It's called Winning Time. It's on HBO Max. Check that out. And then second, and it's also on HBO Max, but it's a part of the DC universe, and it's called DMZ. It's starring Rosario Dawson. And, man, when I tell you, it's only – I think it's only, like, four episodes. It may be it may be another season or something coming out that they're going to add to it. But it's only four episodes. But I'm telling you, these are some of the best four episodes I've ever saw um, as far as TV goes. Um, it's about uh, a lady who loses her um, son during, like, the third – I'm sorry, the second American Civil War. So America breaks into two factions. It's the U.S. and then it's the FSA. It's the USA and the FSA. And in between the USA and the FSA is basically um, Manhattan or New York. And New York is like the last free state, but they call it the DMZ. So anybody that lives in the DMZ basically um, (laughs) is basically like the, you know what I'm saying, like the outsiders. And, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, they... It's it's a, a dope story, man. They got some great actors and actresses in it. Um, but Rosario Dawson is the main character and it it's a it's not like superhero ish. There's no, you know what I'm saying, like superpowers or nothing. It's really just one of those dope stories that um that some comic books tell. You know, they do their thing with that. But check those two out, man. Um DMZ and Winning Time. That's what I got. All right, man. I got well. I'm gonna go ahead and mention. I'm gonna mention like three, but I'm not gonna really do really two of them because you already talked about them. I start watching mm-hmm. that worst roommate ever. Mm-hmm. Um, I Fire. got to the second episode and I didn't know it's different people. Yeah, I thought it was just you know one person. I was wondering why it was going so fast. I was like, mm-hmm. what the hell's going on? Then I got to the next one and this is uh this uh Oriental dude. So I was like, oh shit. So uh, I've been watching the worst roommate ever. And then winning time, you just went over that, so there's no reason to, mm-hmm. to go deep dive into that. But um, another thing that I've been that I've been watching, man, I watched that Deep Water Joint, man, the new Ben Affleck movie mm-hmm. on uh, yeah. Hulu. Yo, listen, I'm trying to think. Okay, I, I want I want to say it's trash. It's it's it's, it's not trash, but the concept of it is trash. Yeah. Like, so long story short, like, so basically Ben Affleck is married to this lady. They got a daughter. But, like, he's one of those dudes who kind of, like, just let anything fly. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, he's, you know, the type of dude of, like, I can't stop you from doing what you want to do. But she looks at it like he don't care about her. So she's going to yeah. do what she want to do. And she will always have these friends. And long like so basically and all her friends were always got friends and she brought them around her kid. Like she was smashing like she would literally like be at a party. They was at a party together. Mm-hmm. And one of her friends came in. She run straight to him, hugged him in front of everybody, kissed him in front of everybody, take him to the pool. They playing in the pool and all this type of shit. And he just sit back and do nothing. Mm-hmm. But you think he do nothing. So what this motherfucker does basically it just go and kill all the dudes that she fucking. That's hilarious. That is trash. 
You know, that is hilarious. No, you kill her. Get that bullshit no, out of here. Sure. Yeah, for sure. She's a whore. Get her out of here. But that is hilarious. The fact that this nigga is a serial killer because he can't <laughs> deal with his wife. She just leave the bitch, bro. It, it, dude, I'm sitting here watching this shit. Like, why, is, oh, why I, is that so hard to do? Bro? It's not, I'm not, first and foremost, you don't fight the other dude. You don't even say shit to the other dude. He he owes you nothing. He owes you no loyalty. He owes you no respect. He don't know you. You know what I'm saying? That's that's irrelevant. It's her that's the issue. Just leave, either either you're gonna kill her or you're gonna leave her. Dude, it is it is it is wild, man. But or, but like you said, or I didn't even... maybe maybe they should have an open marriage. How about that? Just have an open marriage. That way you but, don't have to worry about shit like that. It basically that's what it was. But he just wouldn't do that with nobody. Like he just like only had eyes for her. Oh, but so like she, she didn't. But, so she didn't even care if my man was doing anything. I don't think she cared because yeah, it, see, that's like, what I'm saying. That's, well, in that case, you got to go go out there and get busy, man. And it's it, it just funny the way you said that. He said that Ben Affleck's a serial killer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. It it was. I mean. The concept of it was tra- it wasn't a bad movie. It wasn't a bad right. movie. Um, but you know, just the concept of it was was kind of crazy. But uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, man. So you know, Dark Water. You know, it's a Hulu original. They came out. They came out last week. Yeah, it came out last Friday. So mm-hmm. people had time to watch it. So so that, and another thing that I've been doing for some odd reason, I've been on a a, a horror kick lately too. Mm-hmm. I went I went back watched. Um, I still know what you did last summer. Uh, I watched Nightmare on M Street, the first one, the '84 version. Yeah. Like I don't know why, man. I just been in a horror kick, man. So I've been watching some some old horror joints, man. Watch uh, Friday the Thirteenth Part Four. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I just, I've, been, I've been I've been watching a lot of shit though. I went back and watched Kick Ass and Kick Ass Two. You're talking about two of the funniest fucking movies in the fucking world. <laughs> that shit is comedy, bro. Kick ass itself is already hilarious, but then they made two even funnier by making it like comedic. Because the first one was it wasn't comedic, but it was still funny. But then they turned number two into like a comedy style. That that shit was funny as fuck, bro. This nigga was getting his ass whooped. She had this nigga dress up like a pimp on the second one. Have you ever seen Kick Ass? <laughs> nah, I never seen him. Okay, man. so Kick Ass for anybody who don't know, real quick, Kick Ass is this uh, it's this movie about this like this dude in high school, you know what I'm saying? Him and his friends, they all grew up, you know what I'm saying, reading comic books and all the other shit. They basically like fucking nerds. Like super nerds, right? Mm-hmm. So there's one dude, the one dude, he he like, yo, like what if superheroes are real, you know? So basically they like superheroes couldn't be real, man. He was like, there's no way nobody would ever be able to get powers or whatever. So then he was like, Well shit, Iron Man, you know what I'm saying? He ain't got no fucking powers. He was like Batman they have no fucking powers. He was like, yeah, Batman had the biggest power of them all. He was fucking rich. He was like, yeah, so was Iron Man. He was like, yeah, he was like, that makes sense. So basically, this nigga goes on Amazon, and he buys himself two weapons and um <laughs> and a fucking scuba suit. And <laughs> <laughs> he, buys, he buys these two, like, martial arts sticks and, and the scuba suit, and that's basically his fucking... Uh, that's his like his superhero costume. So he basically is like going. He's he, he's walking around New York, 
This nigga just walking around New York fully dressed in the costume, stopping crap. <laughs> so this is how the first one, like, this is how the first one is. And then he find out, like, it's two motherfuckers that's out there really dressed up, you know what I'm saying? Superheroes that's really actually fighting crime, though, but they actually killing motherfuckers. So <laughs> he become best friends with the girl that's doing it. And then in the second one, um, you know what I'm saying, they end up continuing to fight crime or whatever, but she started training them because dude didn't have no training, but the little girl had, she'd been training all her life for the shit. So the dude, he finally, you know what I'm saying, asked her, asked her to train him. So she started training this nigga, you know what I'm saying, he's getting better and better. So it's this one thing, uh, this one training thing that she did with him was she made this nigga dress up as like a pimp. And he had like all these shopping bags. And it wasn't nothing in them, but he just had all these shopping bags. So he going into like this rough ass neighborhood. And they like, hey, you stupid looking motherfucker, come here, what you got in them bags? So he was like, I don't have nothing in these bags. Keep it pushing, bitches. So, you know what I'm saying? He walking and shit. So this nigga walked down the alley. Because, you know, he trying to set them up so he could practice the, the, this shit that he been learning. So, <laughs> so this nigga, he get in the alley, right? So it's like four or five of these niggas. So she got a, he got an earpiece in. So she talking in his ear the whole time. So finally, you know what I'm saying? She was like, don't give him the bag. So dude was like, give me those fucking bags. So this nigga looked down at the bag. She was like, you better not hand them over. <laughs> so this nigga <laughs> had to do the bag. When he had the nigga the bag, he just swing on this nigga. So now he's fighting all five of these niggas. So like at first, like for the first three seconds, he's like, he tearing they ass up. He using all his moves and everything else. But he slipped. And when he slipped, dude catch him. Bow right in the jaw, right? So this nigga fall back. Once this nigga fall back, they just start commencing to beating his ass. <laughs> 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 about straight comedy bro i'm talking about hilarious so like that's that's one of the ones that i, I crack up and laugh about but uh yeah kick ass and kick ass too man I, I had to go back and watch them that shit was funny but um man let's let's get into snowfall man so um episode six um part two of the iliad um we left off episode five with um gustavo slash uso and Franklin being stuck in a cage with a tiger. Mm-hmm. Um, we come into this episode where basically, you know what I'm saying, they they still in the tiger cage. Um, everybody's still looking for him. And you know what I'm saying? We we you know what I'm saying, they found Black Diamond, found Dallas, can't find peaches. You know what I mean? Uh, but then, you know what I'm saying, Gustavo and Franklin end up escaping from the tiger cage, and then basically they found a way to, um, or they thought they found a way to get out until, you know what I'm saying, the Vatos ran back up on them and caught up on them, I mean, caught up with them, and then they basically, uh, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> did a little, some torture technique. So, you know what I'm saying, um, let me see what it is. Oh, and then we find out that Peaches had basically set everybody up. He was the one that um he was the one that basically had everybody, you know, saying hit or whatever. All the took all the money, all the money was gone. Um and then it's a new person that we have to worry about now. Who uh, his name is Kane. We find out that that's Kevin's older brother. And he was locked up. 
So now they got a new enemy. Um, also, they got, you know what I'm saying, this peaches problem to worry about. And it's also a tiger running loose in L.A. at the time. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, do your thing, man. What, what did you think of this episode? Uh, this episode... This episode was pretty amazing, man. I like I like the direction that they took. I also love how, you know, it told you that that was part one and it was a part two coming and they picked up right where part one to, uh, left off. When it came to Oso, Oso came up with a great idea. Um, when it comes to the escape plan that they put together, Oso came up with a great idea by putting the belt in between the thing. So when the guy tried to roll up the uh tried to roll up the cage, because the dude had him in a cage, but it was a split cage. And so he uh put a belt in between the, the thing that to raise it up. So my man had to go up to the top to go try to raise it manually. Also kicks the cage, dude falls through the cage. Well not fall all the way through the cage, but his leg fell through the cage. Tiger took his leg off. Keys fell, so that's how they was able to do the whole escape thing. So that was dope. I also think that with them leaving, which we're gonna get deep into that, but it'll be later in the pod. Yeah. But uh, leaving it open that he just might not have did that shit voluntarily. We don't know yet. Mm-hmm. Um, right. but also, man, something that you didn't mention when you went down the rundown was the conversation. That V had with Sissy, and when mm-hmm. she ended up, the decision that she made with Franklin, um, yeah. she decided to distance herself from Franklin until he figure out what he needs to do to basically get out of the game because he can't protect her twenty four seven. And Sissy told her, but I think also another reason why I think Sissy went ahead and told her the truth. You know what I'm saying? And, and the blankest way that you could tell her is we finally found out what, what was the deal with V. Her mom was a clown woman that took her all, mm-hmm. not only just through the country, but through the world. I hear scam. Her mom, basically, her mama was a scam artist and used to use her on the scams. And so she was talking about how she used to uh, fraud, give new fraudulent um documents in English and in French. So V ended up having a a criminal background and then you kind of knew when she said she felt like she got like she got herself out of that life and now she feel like that she fell right back into the beginning of it by dealing with Franklin. And I think that with this and we talked about this before with, with this baby coming I didn't think V was playing. And now she is she's taking the steps where she's basically I don't know if she's moving out. She's making mm-hmm. it seem like she's moving out to to the fact of like until Franklin well, you know finally get out yeah. of this. Yeah, well I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. Since she moved up on my list of people to get killed, she is now right up under that cop. Them two, they can get etched out of this whole series now. Okay. Elaborate on that. Why you feel that bag. way? 
that was a dirtbag move of hers. So first off, let's not forget that Sissy is in talks with, I don't know if it's dude from the Cuban Revolution or whoever the fuck these niggas are supposed to be. And we even haven't heard from them yet. So we don't even know what's all going on with that anymore. We only seen two episodes of that. So yeah. We don't know, you know what I'm saying, if they, you know what I'm saying, looking for, you know what I'm saying, Teddy or maybe they, if they got something to do with old girl and Teddy, we don't even know. We don't know nothing about that shit. Um, but to me, it seems as if like she's coming to sabotage this whole thing. And I, so, and I thought that, I thought that ever since that second meeting. So, so you think that she, Alton, what Alton was doing was. His intentions was right, but the, but the way he went about it was wrong. He yeah. So he, do you he, think this is the same intentions for sure? Yeah. No, do you think that, no. you don't think so? I because think, I think this is Sissy's way of Sissy is looking for revenge. I'm just gonna be honest with you. That's how this is what I think. I think Sissy is looking for revenge, right? Um, because she definitely was there when Alton died. She knew who killed Alton. She already knew who killed him. Um. Even though she tried to act like she didn't know, I think she had a, a, a idea of who killed him. Even if she didn't, you know what I'm saying? Uh, or she she thought she knew at least. And then her coming back and then dealing with, you know what I'm saying, that dude, you know what I'm saying, everything else. But don't forget when they was in the car, um, when they left the restaurant, she was talking mm-hmm. and she said, I want to be all in on it. It's the reason she want to be all in on it. She need all the information she can get from them that way she can set Teddy up. Now, I don't think she wants to set Teddy up as far as, uh, as far as, you know what I'm saying, getting Franklin or anybody else hurt, but I definitely think that she wants to get her revenge on him because he killed Alton. Second, or am I on to? I don't know. Anyway, but um, besides that part, um, I think that she did that for a reason. I think that she told V that for a reason. Because listen to the conversation, or listen to the way she had that conversation. She said, you know what I'm saying, you almost lost your baby. She didn't say the baby. She didn't say my grandchild. You know, so she didn't say none of that. She was just saying, you almost lost your baby. So in a sense, it was really trying to get her to isolate, you know what I'm saying, find that isolation and get away from Franklin. You know what I'm saying? So that way, I think that if V gets away from Franklin, Franklin is going to then go back to depending on his mom. And now, you know what I'm saying, she can really get out of him what she needs out of him to get to Teddy. So I don't know, man. It's just something about Sissy isn't right this this season. And I understand, you know what I'm saying, she's doing it for the revenge, but for the ultimate, you know what I'm saying, for the ultimate thing, she's really fucking everything up. And I think that just like Alton did, trying to protect Franklin, when he's a grown man and getting in the way of what he's trying to do, she gonna fuck around and fuck some shit up, and it's not gonna be for the best. So yeah, I'm I'm ready for her to get up out of there because she's throwing a wrench in the program. They don't need her in there right now trying to do everything that she's trying to do. I think she's in the way. See, I didn't think of it that way. Now you bring mm-hmm. up great valid point. <clears throat> I looked at it like, okay. Alton tried to get him out this way. That really turned Franklin off. So mm-hmm. then she's kind of like, okay, 
she gave him the tools to be able to make money that is a legitimate money, but he was acting like, oh, you know, once I get so much, I'm out, but he's still in. So I th- mm-hmm. I thought it was more of like, okay, well, there's only really only one other way to get this to happen is to put in her head, yo, you need to distance yourself from him. And he's going to feel, I think she knows that Franklin is excited about this baby. So I think she's looking at it like, if I can convince V to step away from Franklin, yeah. Franklin's going to do whatever he needs to do so he could be involved in that baby's life. So mm. I felt like she had yeah, to get yeah. V, she had to get V, she had to convince her to be like, look, you need to focus on yourself because, but she's thinking in her own alternative motives, like if V do what I think she should do, then that's going to be that, that's going to be that push that's going to get Franklin to really go legit and get out of this because she is taking his child away from him. And I don't think Franklin want to be absent in this child's life. So sure. I, that's the way I looked at it. But mm-hmm. I can see I can see it both ways because she does want revenge on Teddy and she wants to know all the information that she can to get back at Teddy. And and I think that something that could happen later in the season is that when she finally have a face to face with Teddy. I think we might see a little a little scene from Cuba. Maybe oh, for sure. She maybe she's seeing him walk out of their door. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like some some type mm-hmm. of shit like that to where she know it was him because she saw him with her own eyes, type of thing. Yeah. I think we might end up seeing something like that, episode eight, nine, some shit like that, possibly even ten. Um mm-hmm. but yeah, that's that's another thing. Um, while we speaking of Teddy, um, so I wasn't completely right. I wasn't right, but I went wrong. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She didn't rape him or nothing. But now we starting to see. Um, so we we get we only get a couple we only get a couple of sightings of of Teddy. We really only get two sightings of him. Old girl clean him up, and she told the story of how when she saw him before. Cause she ended up kissing him and she was like, yo, like I've been wanting to do that for years, basically. And she was just like, yeah. and then what's the crazy part is she was like, this is the most excitement I had in years. And it's like, all you had was a bloody dude, a dude that was shot in there. And you just like, th- that was a weird statement for her to say mm-hmm. like, yo, how boring have your life been? If that's the fun that you had in years and ain't even really nothing been going on. But yeah, she was just like, yo, I want 500000 He was like, I told you 250000 And she was like, yo, I saw the keys the, the keys that you had in the trunk. And mm-hmm. so she was like, so that number is going to stay at five. But also he was like, but, you know, he could tell, like, what else do you want? Because obviously you want something else. She mm-hmm. ba- she made it sound like she want a relationship. I don't think she just wants to smash. Like, I think she wants to be in a full-fledged oh, yeah. she, relationship. She's with definitely Teddy. upset. She's definitely upset. Yeah. And he only think, and I mean, we don't even know, because she was saying that you know at the time you were married and you had a child, mm-hmm. so you know what I'm saying I just kind of stayed back. So I don't think Teddy has smashed before, but it seems now I don't know whether you you look like you thinking like you nah he, he might have cheated on his he wife. He definitely smashed. He definitely smashed. 
I think that I think you right in the relationship part. I think that you know what I'm saying he smashed, but he couldn't get into a relationship with her because you know what I'm saying he had a wife and a kid. But he he, he definitely took that down. He might he might have he might have ain't no that, that, ain't no that way my sp- man is out ain't no ain't no way my man out here with a stalker like that and he ain't laid no pipe, bro. <laughs> I'm just saying that don't that don't even sound right. Hey, let's remember I had one. Uh, yeah, true. true. <laughs> but uh, but nah, but yeah, she uh, yeah, she she definitely she definitely wants it, and that's going to be interesting to see uh, how he handles that situation because I don't I don't think I don't think this is the thing with Teddy, right? And this is what people also have to remember: he lost his brother, who was mm-hmm. really probably the way they made it seem was one of the closest people in his life. He lost his right. brother. Brother died. His father told him, "I don't fuck with you no more. So don't even call me." And he and lost he, his daddy. Talk yep. So he lost his daddy, and he didn't get to go to his brother's funeral. Obviously, he lost his wife, and he don't see his kids, or it don't even seem like he's communicating with his kids. And it's, and they, she, it looks like she got remarried, or she in a new relationship too. And on top of that, him and Franklin's relationship ain't what it was. So mm-hmm. Teddy's really out here. Solo, so it's like yeah. I was gonna say I don't think he really wants to be tied down with anybody, but then at the same time, that 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 whole thing of being lonely like that, the way that he is, because Teddy's a really lonely guy. Like even 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 also like they're not everybody's different now. Like Teddy's been gone mm-hmm. for a while, and then and then the conversation that Franklin. And also had in the back of the car where he was like, yo, he was like, I didn't know if I could trust you. I can't believe you came back for me. And also was yeah, telling yeah, Frank. On and then Franklin was like, yo, like, well, obviously I was getting to that one, but, you know, also was like, I didn't think that you would come back for me. Mm-hmm. And so he came back for him. And he was like, yo, I didn't trust you either because he thought that he was in on that whole thing with Teddy was spying. So even yeah. also, you know what I'm saying, even the light went off in his head, like, Oh shit! Like this is this is weird. Like this is out of character mm-hmm. for Teddy to be sitting there spying. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. there's a there's a a lot of friction that has came. But I felt like I felt like this whole thing that went down, this near death experience with Franklin and also, I think that kind of brought them tighter together. And I think mm-hmm. that that kind of <clears throat> distance, and with also knowing what Franklin knows now, I think. He's gonna keep an eye on Teddy now for the point where maybe he didn't at first, but I mm-hmm. think that he's gonna it it seems like Teddy might be wearing out his welcome. Like how do you feel about that? Like, do you think that they're kind of like, you know what, things was kind of going all right while you were gone, and now you're coming back and you this and you know, you spying and you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think I agree with that. Um I don't know if things are going well since he was gone, but they seem to be more so in favor of Franklin and everybody else than it was with uh I forgot what dude's name was already. But the other dude before um Teddy came back. Um he seemed to be too much into the life and maybe forgetting that he was a CIA agent. Mm-hmm. But I mean with with Teddy coming back, I think it's just 
he got he he got an ulterior motive that we don't know. I think so, at least. He has an ulterior motive we know nothing about yet. And I think that he's trying to get ahead of Okay, this just hit me. <laughs> now that I said that, this just hit me. Maybe, right? Okay. Maybe him and Sissy ended up getting into it in Cuba. Because maybe so- she already knew that he killed Austin and maybe they had a little run in with each other. And that's why she was able to get in contact with all the revolutionaries and whatever from Cuba. Because it's a reason that they know about Teddy. Yeah. So I don't know exactly what's going on, but it's a reason they know about Teddy. though. Yeah. I can I can see what you're saying. I can see what you're saying, but I, but also when when two people go through a traumatic thing like that, and then with also sitting in that chair thinking that Franklin isn't coming back, I think that I think that does something. And when you show that type of loyalty in in a situation like that, where where mm-hmm. both of you are are being tortured or buy some money, and neither one of you are are giving up, I think I think that that's going to do something with them to where Maybe, cause even even in the beginning, like because you remember, Teddy didn't tell also that he was see FBI, and then right. when he did, like he didn't seem like thrilled about it. You know, he was just kind of like, you know, I'm gonna roll with you, really, cause I ain't got no choice, really. Mm-hmm. You know, but I think that with what that situation going down the way it went down because remember he was like basically yo Teddy left like I, I rolled yeah. up with him and he fucking left me you know yeah. what I'm saying so I, I I don't think when Teddy finally you know when she finally got the phone for him they didn't show who he called or if he paged anybody or whatever but I, yeah. I don't think they're going to be too welcoming to Teddy when, when, when he get in touch with them because I think, it's, I, I think they are I think it's going to be more so that you know what I'm saying? They're going to be a little skeptical about him from here on out. You know what I'm saying? They're going to be very impartial to him from here on out because now it's like, you know what I'm saying, with Gustavo finding out that he was spying during that, you know what I'm saying, that meetup. Now, you know what I'm saying, because remember he told him, he said, you know, you know, I didn't trust anybody. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, especially in this. And I think it's a, it was a thing because it's like you had Gustavo who didn't trust anybody. And then you had Teddy who he didn't trust anybody, but he had a few people he trusted. So he was kind of like right in the fence. And then you got Franklin who like seemed like he trusted everybody around him. So now you're starting to see that shift. So now it's gonna I feel like it's going to be where, you know, Teddy is going to have to trust them. And then, you know, you're going to have Franklin who is going to start being the person that don't trust nobody, especially mm-hmm. with everything going on around him. And then Gustavo is kind of going to be on that inside to where he he's going to be trusting Franklin and them a lot more, and he's not going to be really trusting Teddy. I think you're going to see that, that character shift in a minute. Speaking of shifting characters, man, how did you feel about that little uh, comment? And Louie had 
when when Louie and Jerome were sitting in the car waiting on two dudes to pull up. And he was just like, man, he said, man, I brought this dude in. He's like, man, he wasn't but a dirty vet without me. And, you know, he going to turn and do this. And she was like, well, you might have brought him in, but he was Franklin's guy. And if anybody should have seen this coming, it should have been him. And it's just like, why, why, why do you, why you want to get the, first of all, this affects all of y'all. You know what I'm saying? So just because you just want to point out a, a mistake that he might have had, you know what I'm saying, for Peaches to turn, but I, I don't want to get into that one situation yet, but like, how, how did you feel about like her trying to to throw another jab at Franklin in a situation like this, and at this time for her to pull this right now? Well, I think She's been doing this for a minute, right? Like, she's the reason that they kind of broke away from Franklin. She's the reason that, um, you know, Sissy had that conversation and then found out Teddy was back. She's the reason for a lot of this stuff. And her and Franklin have been butting heads for a while now. It's just at the point to where now she's finding, and and, you know, that's, to me, I look at it like she's just an angry woman right now. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's what angry women do. Angry women will do anything to get on your ass. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yep. And now she's an angry black woman at that. And you know how they are. They going oh, yeah. to make sure your ass is going to pay for what you done did. You know what I'm saying? No matter what. If she got to burn the whole house down with her in it, she gonna, you going to pay for what you did. So I think that's just where she's at right now. At this point, she's just, you know what I'm saying, being, you know what I'm saying, the vindictive person of, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, it's cool. You know, yeah, you know him, but you didn't hire him. Franklin hired him. You know what I'm saying? If we really got somebody to be mad at, we mad at Franklin. Plus, you know what I'm saying, Jerome wasn't mad at Franklin. It was her being mad at Franklin. So now this gives her a, a way to get Jerome, you know what I'm saying, a little bit closer to her side about the whole situation. Yeah, because he was um, mad at Peaches. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so I, I think, I think this is an interesting dynamic. I actually like this dynamic, especially in the, in the time that is, excuse me, in the time that it's in right now, because, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, with, with him and Louie playing chess with each other, right? They got a, they got a separate chess game that they playing right now. And they kind of going back and forth. Cause like, you seen his face when they was at the dinner. And she brought that up. And he was looking at her like, bitch, what are you doing? Why would you even... Say some shit like that. So now it's like, okay, he's trying his best to show her love because at the end of the day, you know, so like that's like his aunt. You know what I mean? He he grew up around her. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? That's his that's his uncle's girl. Like you know what I'm saying? And he got respect for his uncle, of course. So it's like you kind of you kind of want to show love to her, but at the same time, it's like yo, you 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 can get off real quick. There's nothing for me to, you know what I'm saying? There's nothing for me to do away with you. You know what I mean? Like, I can, you know, I, I can do away with you real quick. But I don't know, man. Um, We've seen what she can do. Let's, I mean, we know that when she killed off old girl, her ex-lover. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and we know that she doesn't come from a soft background. You know, we, we know that she, um, we know that she's, uh, you know what I'm saying, streetwise, for sure. So we we'll see how it pays out, man. I mean, I, but but I like that though. I'm 
I think that, you know what I'm saying, she's just letting her emotions get the best of her. But I I still like that her and Franklin are kind of button heads. Cool, cool. Before we get into the – I mean, look, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, but I but I just I just didn't like the little stab. I just feel like there's a time and a place for it. And yeah. with everything that is going on right now, after what you just saw last night where five million dollars was stolen, you know what I'm saying? It's just like for you to sit there and try to take it's like, yo, Franklin said there's only two people who know about this spot. That's mm-hmm. me and Peaches. Mm-hmm. And for you to sit there and say what you said at this time, you just realize, like, yo, he just got robbed. That five million dollars being taken away is going to affect us somehow, mm-hmm. some way. It's going to affect us. So the at the per, at the time, yes, Peaches is the person that you need to be, you know, pointing your anger at. But for you to sit there and try to be like, but maybe it could also be, you know her trying to get drawn not to feel bad for bringing him in and say that it's Franklin's fault because he should have seen right. it coming. So it could have been that's, that. That's so she, she, so she could have been protecting him. Um, but before we get into the shits, man, how did you feel about the conversation that Javi was having with Franklin? Because I thought that was an interesting conversation to be like, yo, I'm a soldier. I've always been a soldier, different battlefield. That's why I never had no kids. I lose mm-hmm. my man. Last night, well, yesterday, and now I hear that you're bringing a baby into this world. I thought that that was an interesting conversation that Ivy and uh, Franklin had. Um, so, so this isn't the first time, you know what I'm saying, um, Ivy has even had this conversation, right? We've seen him have the same conversation with Leon, you know what I mean? Basically trying to – or basically – playing the wise man and advising them to make better decisions. You know what I'm saying? Trying to give them a, you know what I'm saying, a different outlook on the moves that they're making and the things that they're doing because the truth of the matter is, you know, he's seen some things that, you know, they can't, they probably can't even fathom. And so for him to kind of give them some type of guidance and tell them, like, look, you know what I'm saying? Y'all got to really pay attention to what's going on around here, blah, 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 blah. You know, I think, you know what I'm saying, that's super commendable. The conversation that he had with Franklin, to me, was, you know what I'm saying, very important because, you know what I'm saying, the words that he told Franklin, you know, he said, you know what I'm saying, the fire that you got inside of you, bro, you can do it all. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing that you can't do. He was like, you know what I'm saying, I'm a man that go from war to war. You a man with the war within. You know what I'm saying? You you fight in the battle of who you want to be. And I think that was super important with, you know what I'm saying, him trying to find a way out but still trying to make sure everybody's cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, because that's – ever since we've seen him take this, like, leadership position, that's really his whole thing. He's trying to make sure everybody is good. You know what I'm saying? Same thing between – uh, when when Alton and Teddy was going at it, and how he had to kind of mediate between that. So I mean, he he definitely hit the nail on the head. He was right on the money with it. It's just interesting to see how he's going to carry on from there. And then for him to tell him that, 
yo, like, you could do anything you put your mind to. And he was like, I knew that from the first time that I saw you. And he was like, and that's, I think he said that's dangerous. And he was like, how so? And he was just saying, like, yo, you could do anything that you want. And what that means is if, if, if you want, basically, he did, you know, I'm not saying word for word, but like, yo, you know, you could fly planes. You could be a pilot. You yeah. can, you know, you sell in real estate. He was like, he did say you could be a businessman. And then he said, yeah. oh, you could be a drug dealer. And like, basically yeah. what he was telling Franklin is like, yo, whatever you set your mind to, you can be. So you're basically really only being a drug dealer right now because you want to be one. But at the same time, the exit strategy, I think that this is what a lot of people are not remembering. He's selling drugs for the CIA and they're not done with him yet. Mm -hmm. And I think that I think that what Franklin is trying to explain to everybody is, and I think that they don't get it, is that he can't stop until the CIA want to stop. Mm-hmm. Like he can't, he can't go to Teddy and be like, "Yo, I'm done." You know what I'm saying? Because Teddy can be like, "Yo, yeah. I got you out of jail. I can put you right back in that bitch." For you sure. know what I'm saying? Because we're not done. And I understand that people want him out the game. And maybe Franklin wants to be out the game, but he knows that he can't leave yet. I think that's a factor that a lot of people well, are forgetting about. This is the most important thing, though. You, you, you was right there on the edge. It's not about, you know what I'm saying, him going to jail or anything like that. He knows, like, yo, they can kill me. Yeah. This is the CIA we talking about. They can kill me and nobody investigated or or nothing. Because he you know knows too much. Yeah, it gets swept right up under the rug. So, I think that him um, dealing with that, and that's, and, and it's, I'm glad you said that because that's something that he said multiple times in, like, in these last few seasons. Yo, the CIA, <laughs> is as long as I'm making them money, nothing's going to happen to me. Yep. And he, and he makes a super valid point because technically, they need that money. You know what I'm saying? It's a yep. reason that they, they're doing this. They need that money. So um I think that in the end, you know what I'm saying, like he knows that it's gonna go make it's gonna go one of two ways. Either they he's gonna get off or they're gonna pay him a nice little chunk of change and tell him get the hell out of here. And don't let us ever see you again. You know what I'm saying? So I think he kinda knows what his options are. I think everybody else not being able to see as far as he can because he's technically like in it. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of it's the, the, the process of convincing them that he has this in the bag. They just need to follow his lead. And if they do that, then I think everybody's going to be okay. I think it's the issue of because everybody else can't can't see his vision and can't see his plan. And they have so much, you know what I'm saying, so much um, uncertainty that all of these things begin to happen because he can't really control them. Yep. Great point, man. But listen, we got to do this, man. Mm -hmm. And the very first thing I'm going to say 
I don't know who this guy is, but I'm telling you, they picked the perfect person to be Kane. Yo, this dude sounds like a villain. <laughs> I'm like, yo, like this is great. Like I love his voice. I love his whole demeanor. But he he I, always plays that type of character though. Yeah, like it was but what this is what I love though, man. I love this. I I was telling my old lady about this. I was like, yo, I said, don't you love when you're watching the show and they bring in a new character? That is tied to a character from like three seasons ago, uh-huh. <laughs> and, it, and it like it brings a whole story together. Because yo, I forgot Franklin had shot Kevin, but not only did I forget that he shot Kevin, Leon saw him shoot Kevin, and then Leon mm-hmm. was really more tight with Kevin at that time than he was with Franklin. Like they all was friends, but in the early first and second season. Leon and Kevin was was you know what I'm saying they was really like rolling together, rolling together, cause Franklin wasn't really in this shit yet. Like they was kind of mm-hmm. with the street life, and Franklin was kind of going to school and shit. Cause Franklin, you know, Franklin was supposed to be going to college. People forget that mm-hmm. Franklin was on his way to college, and Leon and Kevin was in the street life, and then Franklin ended up getting involved with the right people, and that's how he got involved with Teddy and Freddie, not Teddy, but uh, uh yeah, Teddy and all this type of shit, but. For them to bring the older brother of Kevin to bring that whole thing up, and I don't know, I'm pretty sure you noticed this, but so when they stepped up to him and they was just like, you know, when when did you get out? It was a couple of months ago. And so, you know, like basically said, you know, I'm trying to, you know, fix a broken family and shit. And then he was like, um, and I thought that this was very important because um, Leon said shooting at old friends. And he was like, friends? He's like, y'all are my little brothers. And it's like, and then they got to talking about how, you know, he remembered Franklin being pulled out of a pool hall by his ear, by his moms and all this type shit. So it's, it's, it's telling you how tight they even was with Kane. And then it wasn't just Kevin. And for him, and, and, and oh my God, for him to sit there and bring up Mrs. Saint name and be like, yo, I apologize. He's like, even though it wasn't, you know, technically me, he was like, I ain't pulling no triggers. But he was like, I apologize for Mrs. Saint for being shot at. For mm. someone to say that, you know, and then. Franklin to completely sweep over the fact that he was like, because he said, yo, I was in prison. He was like, yeah, you was in prison. Who did you shoot on to get out? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And Franklin just completely, <laughs> he went over that shit. But like, like what what was your what was your reaction, man? Like, as you can see, I'm amped up about this shit. Like, what was your yeah. reaction like when you found out who Kane was and that whole conversation of how he was even introduced into the show? Like, like what, what was your thoughts, man? Okay, first and foremost, I was super hyped because the character, um, I mean, the dude that plays Kane, right? Um, his name is uh, Devon Nixon. He plays Norm Nixon in the Winning Time show. That That is him. <laughs> yeah. So when I seen him, I was looking, I'm like, 
goddamn, that nigga, oh shit, that dude from the, I'm like, okay, 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 cool, 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 cool. So, you know what I'm saying? Knowing the way he played Norm Nixon, you know what I'm saying? He got that, like, you know what I'm saying? He had that, that dark, you know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, I will do anything in my power to get rid of you and win in time. So yep. knowing he had that, you know what I'm saying, in his wheelhouse, to see him do it in Snowfall, right, where he could fully let it out and be that, I thought that was I, that was awesome. But, um, yo, the so, you know what I'm saying, him getting out, you know what I'm saying, him hearing about Franklin killing his little brother, you know, um, and I, I can only imagine – well, I, I don't even, I, I never want to imagine how that feels, but, you know, to hear that Franklin, somebody who you grew up with, you know what I'm saying, you know, y'all know since kid, to hear that he was the one who killed your little brother, and they was like best friends, right? Mm-hmm. And then to come out and find out that this nigga is like a kingpin in LA, that has to blow his fucking mind. So, of course, he's going to do what he got to do. And, you know what I'm saying? He know, hey, it, let's get rid of this nigga. This is, you know what I'm saying? Nigga want to kill my brother. And on top of that, I know I can get this nigga money and everything else. And let's make something happen. Um, but we find out that Peaches really didn't, you know what I'm saying, want to do what he did to Franklin. He was kind of, you know what I'm saying, forced to. So, um, figuring out everything out from, you know what I'm saying, Kane's mouth and finding out that that's what it was, it's, it's, mm-hmm, man. I, I mean, I, I really don't know what to think from that conversation because this is what I learned from The Walking Dead, right? Don't get too caught up in that first introduction to a character mm-hmm. because what will end up happening is we'll end up getting another Scully storyline, Right? where Scully was like this big, bad motherfucker in the neighborhood that nobody want to fuck with. But somehow, some way, they just found out a way to just break this nigga down. And now he's working for Franklin, basically. If you break it all down. He's he's basically working for Franklin. He's buying the, the drugs from Franklin's people who work for Franklin. So basically, he's working for Franklin at the end of the day. They done killed this nigga's daughter. They done killed this nigga's girl. They didn't kill this nigga brother-in-law. Like, <laughs> they, you know what I'm saying? Don't, yeah. I don't want to get too hyped up in who this nigga really is. Now, finding out that he's Kevin's brother, yo, I was like, oh, shit. Because I ain't going to lie to you. I totally forgot about Kevin. I forgot that nigga was even a part of the show. I forgot it was three of them niggas. But when he, as soon as he said the dude's name, I was like, oh, shit, that's right. Like, it is a third motherfucker in this whole thing. So, um, yeah, that's, man, this is going to be different. You know what I'm saying? And the funny part is, is it's interesting to see how him getting out and catching Franklin now, where Franklin kind of, you know what I'm saying, he done caught a couple bodies. He done had to do some dirt. You know what I'm saying? He done been in a couple shootouts. He kind of knows how to handle himself now in the street. You know, he ain't talking to little Franklin no more. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Just, or, or I'm sorry, he's not talking to, you know what I'm saying, Lil Saint no more. He's talking to Franklin now. So this is gonna be this is gonna be an interesting rest of the season from here on out. But you know what I'm saying? He called him he called him Frankie, but like like it's just it's, That's what it's I'm different. saying, yeah. 
it's it's different. Like I feel like, like you said, you are one hundred percent correct. Like this might not end the way that we thought, and I thought that it was interesting, the way that they, the way that they interacted with each other because Franklin was like, cause, cause Kane was like, yo. I thought I taught y'all, you know what I'm saying, y'all little G's how to be men. And he was like, mm-hmm. he was like, dude, he's like, I am. You see, we sitting here trying to have a civilized conversation. He's like, yo, mm-hmm. I could have just got at you. And he was like, yeah, and you see, I ain't high neither. But like, I thought that that was, but he also told him that, you know, I'm uh, coming again and I'm coming correct. I don't know. About that one. I don't know about Which that part? One. He was, he was definitely high. Well, I mean, hiding in plain sight. He, knew, I think he knows. Nigga, that Franklin, he was at a kids' football game. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He knew Franklin no, would do nothing at a kids' football game. That's what I'm saying. Ain't no, I hate see this is this is that's what I'm that's why I said I try not to get too caught up in these characters because I hate when they 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 get these tough niggas and then these tough niggas do shit like that. Like, yeah, nigga, you know what I'm saying? You ain't nothing you can do to me, nigga. You had a basketball game. Of, uh, you had an AAU basketball game. I'm not gonna come shoot up the AAU basketball. Yeah. Game. Like, what are you talking about now? If your ass is outside, just doing whatever, whenever mowing your grass, I can run up on you when you mowing your grass. Ain't nobody out there but you. But I'm not about to fuck these little kids up just to get to you. You know what I'm saying? To me, that I hate when they say that. But go ahead, my fault. I, that just irks me. No, no, yeah, I'm I'm the same way because it's just like yo, and. You can tell they know each other. Everybody know, everybody in the hood know that Franklin is a thinking man, mm-hmm. and we don't know exactly how long Kevin, not Kevin, but well. So this is nineteen eighty six. I don't remember when it started. So I don't know how much time has really. What do you think? Four or five years, you would say? Maybe, maybe, I'm gonna say maybe three or four. Maybe three or four. So, somewhere, somewhere around there, let's call it four, somewhere around four years. So, he's been locked up maybe for five or six, maybe, Mm -hmm. because he was locked up while Kevin was, when Kevin got shot. So, Mm -hmm. he's been, I think that. With the time that they spent together, he knew that Franklin was a thinking man, because I thought it was interesting, like how the way that they was talking to each other. Like both of them were sitting there doing chess pieces, you know what I'm saying? Moving mm-hmm. the bishop, moving this, moving that, and I and I just felt that um you're completely right with what you're saying. It's like yeah, oh I ain't hiding either, nigga, but it's like yeah, man, yeah, like come on, you, you had you had this kids game, like. Franklin yeah. is not the type to sit there and light up a park where kids are playing football. Like, come on. Exactly. So he did say he's going to come again. The next time he's going to come correct. But it's interesting the game that they're playing, though, because it's like, okay, I sent a message, right? Mm-hmm. But while I'm sending that message, I'm going to apologize to you for shooting at your mama. Like, it's just like, I, I can see what you're saying. Because if if Scully could have got over what he got over, man boy got over what he got over. Remember, he killed a couple of man boy's people, and then man boy ended up working for him. So this could be another situation where I think some people are gonna die. I don't know who those characters gonna be, but 
what we also got to pay attention to is like I mentioned earlier, Leon, like him and Franklin really almost stopped fucking with each other because of Kevin. Mm-hmm. Leon has endured a lot of shit. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? And and I'm just saying, like, he has been loyal to him the whole time. He mm-hmm. has no reason to be disloyal, but it's just the fact that is there going to become a point where because they made a, they made a point they made a point to show Leon's face his facial expression when he was like yo I didn't even go to Kevin's funeral or whatnot mm-hmm. well no well when he said that when you shot Kevin like he said when mm-hmm. you shot Kevin the camera went to Leon and Leon kind of mm-hmm. made like a little look. So I don't know, man. I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be really interesting how this stuff plays out because Yeah. I, I don't remember that vividly. I do remember that Kevin I think Kevin found out that he was working with the C he he wanted to take out somebody. I think it was Oso's girl, the girl that, that left. Mm-hmm. I think it was her. Yep. I think he wanted to take her out because she had did something to him. So what? Remember the, he he had that beef with the Mexicans too. Yeah. And then and, like yeah, he was just like, "Yo, like I'm working with them, like I need them," and mm-hmm. he ended up taking him out. And Leon wasn't happy with that man. So I, I this this is listen. Shout out to Walter Mosley, every all the yeah. other writers that was involved. Man, to to throw this monkey wrench in here right now, and then we're and we're not even talking about the fact that Teddy was like, "Yo, you need to get your house in order." When he was talking to Franklin, mm-hmm. now he not got shot because of an old beef. That Franklin had with Kevin, and now his brother, big brother, is out of jail, and this is the person that fuck that's fucking up our whole operation right now. Mm-hmm. But when him and Teddy finally have a conversation, it's gonna be much TV, uh, TV, man. Yeah, but then this is to me, this is one of the ones you can't really pin on Franklin because this is some shit that that nobody could have foresaw, right? Nobody was gonna know. First off, we didn't even know this nigga Kevin had a fucking brother. And if it was mentioned, it wasn't mentioned for real. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, nobody would know that this nigga's brother was going to get out, find peaches, kidnap this nigga and do whatever he did to him, and then get the money, then find out where all the drops was. And then, you know what I'm saying? Nobody was going to be able to foresee that. So that's really not nobody's fault in this situation. It's more so the thing of, you know what I'm saying? How the fuck are we going to deal with this motherfucker? How are we going to get him the fuck up out of here so we don't have to worry about shit like this? Man, this is going to be great to see, man. This show, it just gets better and better and better and better, man. 100%. It, it, it's, it's like, oh my God. If y'all ain't no snowfall by this point, I'm pretty sure everybody that listens to this shit has to watch the show. But like, sure. oh sure. my god, man! This 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 shit is getting better and better, man. Better and better. So yeah, man. I ain't mad at it at all. 
Yeah, man. So, um, listen, FX got one, man. But actually, they got two. I meant to shout them out earlier on the world we watch them. But, man, listen, Atlanta, the new season of Atlanta dropped. Two-part episode. Man, they did. Listen, Childish Gambino, bro, is – this nigga is I, – I don't know who to compare him to. I don't know how to explain him. But – you know what I'm saying? He is definitely uh he is definitely a modern day genius. He's definitely one of our artistic geniuses. And um yeah, we gon we, we, we gotta get into that one day. We're gonna have to we're gonna have, a, have a conversation about how good this dude is. But Atlanta came out, man, two episode premiere. It was great. I don't know if you've seen it yet, but if you guys didn't see it, go check it out. Shout out to Chadis Gambino and FX. And um, nah. Nah, yeah. I'm wa- I'm watching it. I'm watching it tonight, man. I di- I didn't watch them last night, so I'm definitely getting on. I didn't know they dropped two, so I'm very excited about that. So, man, I'm gonna get those two episodes of uh, Atlanta in tonight. I've been with hey, been waiting on this show for a long time, man. So it's gonna be fun, man. It's gonna be definitely fun. Cause. The one thing about it, though, before we get out of here, the one thing about it is, so have you already seen them, the two episodes? Yeah, I watched them as soon as they came out. Because to be out as long as it's been out, mm-hmm. I mean, what we waited, what, two and a half years for them, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, to come back? It Was it worth the wait? Just yes or no, was it worth the wait? Fuck yes. That first okay. episode, bro. Listen, okay. that, first, oh, that first episode. I'm not gonna tell you about it. I'm just saying that okay. first episode, right? Because this is the to me, this is the genius of Chatter's gonna be knowing that crew. They'll throw things in the episode and do things in the episode. And a lot of the show really is social commentary. That that's a you know what I'm saying, because that's who Chatter's gonna be no is. He's just that type of person. So a lot of the a lot of the show be just you know what I'm saying social commentary. Like I remember one episode, he was talking about how he was always getting stunted on. So Paperboy, and this is like in the older season, but he was always getting stunted on. So Paperboy was like, "Yeah, nigga, that's Atlanta. Either you getting stunted on or you stunting on somebody." And he was like, "Come on, man, it it can't really be like that, is it?" So then Darius was like, "Yeah, pretty much." He was like, "That's all Atlanta's ever been." So like it's this one episode where like. He finally get a chance to, you know what I'm saying, like he finally done got some money because, you know, through that whole season he was broke. So he finally got some money. He take Van out, you know what I'm saying, they go kick it or whatever. But still, even though he got some money, he goes to the other side of town, the white side of town, and this nigga is still getting stunted on. So then he like, you know what, fuck this. I'm going to go somewhere where I know my money going to be, you know what I'm saying, respected, where I go stun on somebody and be cool for a change. This nigga goes to the strip club and still getting stunted on. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's, it's something about the way that they, you know what I'm saying, construct these episodes, bro. But the this episode of this new season, the first one, oh, my goodness. I'm talking about, I'm talking about it reflects on social media. It reflects on uh, uh, society. It reflects on uh, uh, shit. It went back and um, told the story about the the young boy who was giving out free hugs, who was adopted by the fucking 
the 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 white lesbian couple who they end up kill. I mean, like, bro, it's just like this dude's mind, the way he, the way this nigga brain works. I understand why he was able to do "Awaken My Love" the way he did it, and still was able to be, you know, what I'm saying like, because this people forget this nigga used to be a comedian. This nigga used to be a fucking actor, like a, a actor on a whole different show. You know, he was on like a, like a, one of them, not a sitcom show, but he was on one of them, you know, what I'm saying like comedy shows. I think he was on like Parks and Rec or some shit like that, or one of them. So he was on a, a regular NBC TV show. This nigga used to be a stand-up comedian. This nigga used to be a fucking rapper. Like, dude has done some shit in his career, and I, he don't get his fucking flowers, bro. So now, like the fact that he's out here now doing thing with Atlanta, he finally, you know, saying got one that caught on it. I mean, yeah, it's man, look, all I'm saying is this. Some years from now, I think that he's gonna be one of those ones where people are gonna look back and be like, yo, we never gave this nigga the flowers he deserved. I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. For sure. So um yeah man listen. Let's get into this coming song, bro. Coming soon. Coming soon. All right, all right, all right. So up next, man, coming soon, we have a top ten. Excuse Ooh. me, we're doing our top ten TV series of all time. Um, it's going to be interesting because I think the only stipulation that you put in it was it can't be sitcoms. Yeah, yeah, because I think sitcoms have really changed the list up, man, and and if people don't know the difference between sitcoms, that's basically the shit with the life and audience. Like, like we can't, we're yeah. not gonna put Martin in here or Jamie Foxx right. show, right. Cosby show, shit like that. Like, this is gonna be like TV series, TV series. So, yeah, um, it's it's gonna it's gonna be interesting, man, because I, I I know that our lists are gonna be so wild. But that's the thing about it. Like, that's the great thing about this podcast is like, even though we can come on here and have similar interests, we like we have similar interests but different takes. You know what I'm saying? So it's going to be interesting to see the shows that you put on there and the shows that I put on there, man. And it's just like, I have a list down, and it's like, yo, how am I going to put this shit down to 10? It's like, oh, my God. So, uh, yeah, this is going to be a fun-ass episode, man. And I think people are going to learn a lot, too, like, with it. Like, with seeing, like, what what we rate and how we rate the shit that we do, I think that's going to tell a lot about both of us on our list. For sure. So, um... I'm excited to do this one because, uh, listen, um, the 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 sitcoms thing kind of made me go a little deeper into the vault. So, you know, I gotta I gotta get into it now. I gotta, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying I had a, I had a nice list, but when you had said that, I was like, damn. So, you know what I mean? I got some things that um, I got some things that some extra shows to throw in there, but uh, my only thing was having to go through all the fucking different DST channels, you know what I'm saying, older channels. And, bro, it, it's a, listen, it's a lot of shit. It's a lot of different TV shows. So, yeah. Yeah. It is, sure. and it, and it's gonna be obviously it's gonna be a lot of shit left off. Obviously, like yeah, for sure. But like, big time, but big I, time. but I, I I just think that like what's gonna be difficult to do 
it's like like for me, I mean, you know, you ain't gotta reveal anything, but I reveal this like I won't put Snowfall in there for the simple fact it's not finished. Right. Even though it's definitely worthy, like, you know what I'm saying, to be in my top five, but it's like it's not mm-hmm. finished. We haven't seen the end result of it. So I won't put a snowfall in there for the simple fact of the first of all the show is still running. And I mean, I haven't seen any news of it being renewed, mm-hmm. but I've heard something through the grapevine that this was supposedly supposed to be the last season. I haven't heard that, but we'll see when that time comes. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So, um, we'll see you guys next episode. Can't wait to do it. Um, you know what I'm saying? Until then, you know what I'm saying? Check out the rest of the catalog that we have and make sure you all caught up. Um, but you can always catch us on the socials as well if you guys want to talk about anything or want to ha- or hear anything specifically. Um, hit us up on Instagram and Twitter at ViewAnonPod and Facebook at VA Pod Watch Group. Hit me up on Twitter at Scoots Bronson and follow me on TikTok at Scoots Bronson TV. Yes, sir. Uh, me, uh, S. Foster 8 on Instagram and Twitter, the at 28 Minutes or Less Pod on IG. The podcast on all major platforms, 28 Minutes or Less. Uh, the last podcast out is still the most slept on. Oh, my God, Alchemist, man. So uh, go check that out on all major platforms. All right, cool, man. So um, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for listening. Greatly appreciate it. Um, greatly appreciate it. Uh, we'll see you guys next episode. And like they say in Hollywood, man, that's a wrap. Good. Okay.